0: Welcome to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. Glad to have you on this journey with me today. Uh, What an important time in history, and certainly a time when so much change is happening. And I thought today would be great to talk about freedom from fretting. And you might wonder, why would I be talking about fretting on a financial program? But I started to make an observation recently by some of the mail I've been getting. And a common denominator was there's a whole lot of fretting around money. There's a whole lot of fretting around the economy. And I understand that. But I thought, wouldn't it be great if today we could speak to the issue in such a way that people actually got liberated from it? Uh, it's interesting to me because here's what I was seeing. I would get an email or a letter and they would say, Dear Chuck, uh, I cannot sleep at night. And I thought, my goodness, that's terrible, that's a huge problem. Whatever the rest of the story is, just starting it that way, I thought, we need to help, that's a terrible thing. Or sometimes the letters would start like this. Dear Chuck, I'm torn up about this issue and I stay torn up about it. Uh, Or my husband and I cannot agree any longer about money. Or my wife and I cannot agree any longer about money. You know what I've observed? is that men and women alike fret. Both sides do. Now, they fret about different things and to different degrees, but there's a common denominator there. Not, no one is exempt from it. And many people dismiss it as insignificant, like it's just a small thing. Uh, it's just a normal part of life. But what I'm finding is there are some people who are addicted to it and it actually does control their lives. A fretting reminds me of barnacles on the bottom of a boat. You know, they're beneath the surface so you don't have to see them. They're kind of out of sight, out of mind, but they have two very destructive forces. Uh, First is that they multiply if you don't take care of them and clean them up. If you just let them go and assume that they're a normal part of of owning a boat, then the barnacles are gonna grow and eventually almost take over. And second, they have a huge drag on the performance of the purpose of that boat. Now, if you apply that principle to fretting and you say, well, maybe it's not so insignificant. Maybe I do need freedom from fretting. And we're going to go into God's Word today and look at what does fretting mean and what does God say to help us to get rid of it. Well, you're listening to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. We'll be right back.
1: What would you say if I told you that in 10 short weeks you could decrease your debt, increase your savings, and strengthen your relationships while growing spiritually? Sound too good to be true? Well, all of these results are being reported by thousands who have completed the biblical financial study from Crown Financial Ministries. This 10 week study teaches you more than practical principles about managing money, it focuses on the life changing truth of God's Word. Individuals are being transformed as they learn proven biblical principles and how to apply them to their finances. To find a biblical financial study group in your area, go online to the My Crown section of crown.org. And if there's not a Crown 10-week biblical financial study already planned in your area, consider starting one. To find out how, call 1-800-722-1976 or visit crown.org.
0: Welcome back to Money Life, I'm Chuck Bentley and today we're talking about freedom from fretting. Now I want to talk about the definition of it for just a moment because the primary definition is this, to be agitated or irritated. If you were to put it in a sentence, you probably hear it said a lot, don't fret over these small details. In other words, don't get worked up about it, don't get agitated or irritated. And I begin to think that's probably why we dismiss it somewhat, that it's not that big of a deal to fret a little bit. But I started to look up the synonyms. And I listened to the synonyms because they get a little more serious. Uh, A synonym with the word fret means to chafe, to gall, uh, to become or make sore as if by rubbing, uh, to cause annoyance, to eat into, to gnaw into, to make resentful or angry to rub, to fray, to chafe, to cause friction, to erode or eat away. if you think about it in those terms, I think it's unacceptable. And I don't think it's the way God designed us to live. I think fretting is a symptom that if we deal with the root of it, that fretting can actually go away. So here's point number one, fretting is not harmless that if you continue to fret and to make it a lifestyle, it will give birth to destruction. Here's why I believe that. When you're fretting, you're actually demonstrating that inside your own heart, that there is an issue with what you believe. And what you believe is going to drive your behavior. So worrying means that you're believing something that needs to be corrected and if you don't change what you believe and it's not corrected especially in regard to your finances then it could lead to destruction i want to give you an example of that a couple of months ago i was striving to work and i had to stop and get gasoline it was early in the morning it was before seven thirty, and i went in and uh, i didn't get a receipt outside so i had to go in and get my receipt And there was a young man about 27, 28 years old. He was dressed, uh, obviously, a construction worker. He was dressed in his clothes to go to work. And he wasn't paying for his gasoline. He was buying lottery tickets. And he bought four $5 scratch-off tickets and paid her a $20 bill, took them. And I noticed he was kind of anxious, and he just moved off to the side uh, away from the counter, and he scratched all four of them as quickly as possible, tore him in, didn't win anything, tore them in half, and threw them in the trash. And then he got in line behind me, and after I paid for my gas, I watched, and he went back up to the counter and did the same thing. Now, this time, he moved outside, stood on the sidewalk, scratched them off all four, a little slower, hoping beyond hope that he was going to win something, and he didn't do it. Tore them in half, threw them in the trash. I watched him. As I went back to my car, he went back in and did it again, came outside, scratched them off, tore them in half, and went back in again. I watched him do it four times, all right? Four times 20 is $80, and he obviously didn't win, because there's a greater probability of getting struck by lightning, and in some cases, struck by lightning twice than winning the lottery, but he spent $80 in cash within minutes, and I don't know what he was going to earn that day, but he cut into a significant portion of his earnings if he was in construction work like I think he was. So something he was worried about was driving his behavior and I don't think he was doing it for fun. I really don't think he was having a great morning. In fact, I think he was deeply worried and stressed, chafed and anxious over money, and he was hoping beyond hope that that morning he could go home and tell his wife, we got a lot more money than we had, before I went to the store this morning. But listen to what God says about this. This is how you can be free of that, by what you believe. James 1 says, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desire he's dragged away and enticed. Now then, after desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all He created. And God does not want you to be tempted and enticed because you're fearful. Because if you act out what you're fearful about, The scripture just told us that it will give birth to destruction. And God wants you to be free from fretting so that you don't act upon your financial fears and get further into problems and further into financial bondage. And the enemy will get a grip on you. So here's point one. Fretting is not harmless. You need to deal with it. Point number two. If you're going to be free from fretting, make up your mind to avoid worrying and to stop fretting. Now, the Lord told us this. He said it to us directly in Luke 21:14, and he was speaking to his disciples and he said, "But make up your mind not to worry beforehand. Make up your mind not to worry beforehand." And I would invite you to go back and read the context of that verse. Because he had just told his disciples that some terrible things were going to happen. In fact, he told them that nations are going to rise against nations. There'll be earthquakes, famines, uh, recessions, all these fearful things going on. And he even went on to say that they would possibly be persecuted, betrayed, and some would actually be put to death. But he said, make up your mind beforehand not to worry. So how does that apply to you today? Have you made up your mind not to worry about your finances? Have you made up your mind not to worry about the economy? Have you made up your mind not to worry about the direction of the United States? Have you made up your mind not to worry about tomorrow? Because the Lord specifically told us, do not worry about tomorrow. So if you're gonna be free, He says, you have to live in the present. You have to recognize that fretting is simply a warning sign that what you believe has put your mind out into the future and you don't know what's gonna happen into the future. No one can see one second into the future, but you're trying to live there. And he told his disciples, I will give you the words and the wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. In other words, when the time comes, God's grace will be sufficient. Now, some of you are asking, okay, I believe that, but how? Please tell me how. And I want to do that. In the next part of this program, we're going to talk about how to be free from fretting and worry. Well, you're listening to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley. We'll be right back.
2: You know, God encourages us to invest, and he says in Ecclesiastes 11.2 to spread out or diversify to lower our risk. And one of the best ways to diversify is mutual funds. That's why Crown Financial Ministries offers The Sound Mind Investing Handbook, a step-by-step guide to managing your money from a biblical perspective written by Austin Pryor. Recently updated to address timely topics, The Sound Mind Investing Handbook is one of the most comprehensive guides available on mutual fund investing yet it's still easy to understand and use. And since this handbook is written from a biblical perspective, it'll teach you how to apply God's financial principles to your investing decisions. So whether you're a beginning investor or one with more experience, the Sound Mind Investing Handbook will help you invest more wisely. To get a copy, go to crown.org or call 1-800-722-1976. That's 1-800-722-1976 or crown.org.
0: Welcome back to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley, and today we're talking about freedom from fretting. And my heart's desire, what I really hope happens today. If you're a person who has thought for years and years and years that it was just a way of life, that it's just the way you're made up, that it's just the way it has to be, that you're a worry wart, or that you just really process by fretting and worrying, that today that could be over because the Lord said to make up your mind not to worry. And we've already established that that fretting and worrying gives birth to very destructive behaviors, because it's an indication that something you believe is wrong. Listen to what the Lord said in Psalm 37. In fact, he says it three different ways. Psalm 37 one says, do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong. And listen to this one Psalm 37:7 Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him do not fret when men succeed in their ways when they carry out their wicked schemes we don't need to fret He says it one more time in Psalm 37:8 refrain from anger and turn from wrath do not fret It only leads to evil. Refrain from it. Turn from it. Be still. Do not do it. So the next question is how? Here's what I think the Lord wants us to learn from His Word. Live with a clear conscience. If you live with a clear conscience, there's nothing to, Fred. Listen to Psalm 37 one more time. This is in verse 27. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever, for the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. They will be protected forever, but the offspring of the wicked will be cut off. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. In other words, what you're fretting about needs a decision. The Lord is saying, make a decision And do the right thing. Don't do evil. If worrying and fretting and stress is building up into anger and resentment, make a decision and do the right thing. And you'll have a clear conscience and you can be free of it. You can put it behind you. It's probably wanting action, but you've been paralyzed and you haven't dealt with it. You know, there's a a story, it may be legend, it's told about Sherlock Holmes. Uh, that he decided to pull a prank on some of his friends so he sent him a telegram five of his friends received a telegram and all it said was all has been found out flee the country at once and the legend goes that the next day all five men had left the country and that's all he said all has been found out well think about if you got that telegram would you flee would your conscience be clear and you would be able to say before the lord my heart is pure and I have nothing to fear. I'm living right, I'm doing what God said to do. I've taken care of all the things that I can possibly do. I've decided to live with a clear conscience. You know, Proverbs 22:11 says, "'He who loves a pure heart and whose speech is gracious "'will have the king for his friend.'" What the Lord is saying is it's a great way to live anyway. Proverbs 22, one says, a good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Never compromise over money. You can be free of all the worry and strife and stress. And we've had some high profile crime committed in this country recently by people who were driven by worry and stress over their finances. We've had the papers full of headlines of people who have done fraudulent things to cover up their sin with money. And they had to be driven by fear of being found out, unwilling to face the core issue and to do what's right, especially with money. And that leads me to the fourth point. The fourth point, if you want to be free from fretting and worry, is to keep your finances in order. Proverbs 22:7 says, if you lack the means to pay, your very bed will be snatched from under you. It reminds me of a story in a small group study that I personally led. And we talked about that verse and how if you get in a financial bind, you could actually lose everything, including the mattress under you. Well, the man in the study didn't tell me immediately why that verse so set his world upside down. But he told me two weeks later that because he had a back problem, he couldn't sleep at night. And he and his wife had gone out and purchased a $5,000 mattress on credit. And after he brought it home, he thought it would make his back feel better, which, in fact, it did. But he couldn't sleep at night worrying about owing $5,000 for the mattress, which, by the way, I don't think I could either. And what it did when he heard God's Word, it set him free. He said, what I'm really worried about is I'm constantly living beyond my means. I'm constantly making financial decisions that keep my family under financial stress and under financial pressure. The number one cause of financial stress is living beyond your means. And you're subject to lose everything. And if your house isn't in order and you are living beyond your means, the Lord says, be prepared because you could lose your very bed. And he took action and called the company and said, I'd like you to take this bed back because I can't sleep in it knowing I owe you $5,000. And they said, sir, you won't believe this. We just got a recall notice from the manufacturer. And they're willing to take back every one of those mattresses because it has a manufacturing defect. You're welcome to bring it back. And the Lord set him free from fretting and from worrying and he got a mattress he could afford and he put his house in order and he could sleep at night. Well, we're going to wrap this up when we come back. I'm Chuck Bentley. You're listening to Money Life.
3: Are you over 50 and thinking about retirement? if you want to actually experience retirement one day you have to plan for it, and we have a book that'll tell you how it's your money after the big 5 written by crown financial ministries co-founder Larry Burkett and financial planner Ron blue your money after the big 5 will equip you with biblical wisdom and practical advice for succeeding in the second half of life having a fully funded retirement and being free to serve the Lord and you'll learn about the importance of finishing strong and leaving a legacy of stewardship to your children and grandchildren. If you're ready to put together a financial plan for a retirement that'll honor God and give you wealth at a last, get a copy of Your Money After the Big Five-O right now at crown.org. Your Money After the Big Five-O by Larry Burkett and Ron Blue is available online at crown.org. That's crown.org. Welcome back to Money
0: Life. I'm Chuck Bentley, and today we're talking about freedom from fretting. Uh, I said at the beginning, this program is for men and women who seem to struggle with what may seem innocent and insignificant, but a habit of fretting, just being agitated constantly about little things. You know, there's an alternative definition to the word fret, and I found this one. It's near the bottom of the dictionary. It's not high on many people's thoughts, but it means to carve a pattern into. And here's what I took from that. Have you ever seen somebody and look at their pictures and they've had a difficult life, and you say, the worries of the world are carved into their face. You know, I think there's some truth to that. I think that it does actually show on the outside of your demeanor that if inside you live with constant anxiety, it carves you into its pattern. It's taken you hostage and it's doing you no good. I had my grandmother tell me when I was young, That it's fretting is like being in a rocking chair. You put out a lot of energy, but you don't make any progress. But yet it shapes you. But here's the action I want you to take. I want you to take the action that God prescribes in Romans 12, 1 and 2. He says, therefore, I urge you, brothers, and let me just put it this way. Therefore, I urge you, listeners, to this Money Life program. In view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. In other words, say and admit that you belong to God and you want to be shaped by His pattern, not the pattern of this world. Because he says, this is your spiritual act of worship. And do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, to the pattern that's taken you captive. But be transformed. Be free. Be different. Let the outside reflect what's going on inside and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And here are the steps. Recognize that fretting is destructive and will take you captive. Recognize that God's Word says that you can make up your mind beforehand, before it even happens, that you're not going to worry that you're not going to live in tomorrow. You're not going to project how bad it's going to be if everything happens the way you imagine it's going to happen. It probably won't. Third, live with a clear conscience. Decide what's right and do it. Always do the right thing and get your finances in order. If you live that way, write me a letter and say, by God's grace, I'm free of it. It's behind me and I'm living with joy, and I'm sleeping at night. Well, I hope that's been an encouragement to you, and you get free from all fretting. You've been listening to Money Life. I'm Chuck Bentley.